it's time to talk to the coach of the New York Jets. Time for the Robert Sala Report, brought to you by Slomans and Infinity.com. Coach, it's Michael Don and Peter. How, I mean, just from that experience of yesterday, before we even talk about your team, how good do the Cowboys look? Um, they did a nice job, man. They were, uh, uh, obviously, defensively, we know how good they are. I feel like um, offensively, they did a really nice job uh, playing an efficient brand of football, uh, staying ahead of the sticks and converting on third down, which, uh, especially in the first half, I mean, I think we saw 50 plays on defense um, in the first half, which is a very, very winning, re- uh, good winning recipe if, uh, if you're the Cowboys. Now, are you, were you a little bit disappointed in, in the performance of your defense? Uh, C.D. Lamb went off, had a great game. Uh, they scored 30 points. Um, and, you know, this is this is a defense that, you know, they, they, they themselves said, you know, compared themselves to the 85 Bears. Were you a little disappointed in the performance? Yeah, for sure. And it's, um, and like I said, it, it wasn't, um, you know, C.D. Had, had, had a couple of good plays. But, uh, you know, he, he, it was disappointing in the sense that we were just, just couldn't get off the field on third down. You know, it was disappointing in the sense that uh, we didn't make the calls we needed to make when we needed to make them uh, from a coaching standpoint. It was disappointing in the sense that we couldn't make the plays when we needed to make them. You know, it's uh, uh, from a from a takeaway standpoint. But uh, it, um, yeah, it's frustrating because uh, you you watch the tape and and you're you're trying to figure out where could we be better and it's from an efficiency standpoint we were just a step behind uh felt like we were a step behind the entire day something i know will get fixed but uh you know but a lot of credit goes to dallas i mean they're they uh they're a fast physical football team and uh and they did a really nice job why was sauce not on lamb um that's not we we don't play man coverage that much that's that's one mm-hmm. um and, uh we are we are a left and right team they they uh, they were putting him in the slot. They were lining him up at three, two, one. Uh, so it wasn't as simple as okay, you just go line up at your number one. Um, so we're it's just not it's just not our our brand of football. But Sauce wants that. I mean, he said after the game that you know he would talk to you guys that he wants to cover that guy the whole game. Is that a possibility, or would that be a complete change of the defense? That, that'd be a, a complete change for the defense. There's there's uh. Ten other guys that have to get aligned off of that, and you're looking at exclusively playing man coverage or some variation of man. So, oh, that's fair. Is it? Is it, um, is it something other teams can go to school on, to where they can put their and, best receiver in a spot that Sauce can't cover him? Well, yeah, that that's always going to be the case, and it's like I said with with regards to. Um, you know, we got the utmost confidence in DJ and the utmost confidence in Michael Carter to go play man coverage. I, I think it was one. Um, I don't have the stat. He had one explosive in a man coverage, or not man coverage, but in a one-on-one situation, if you will. On DJ, it was a double move, uh, tight window, uh, high ball catch, which was a good play by the, by him. But uh, otherwise, it, it was more so a slant route that broke for thirty, uh, a seam ball. Um, that Tony Adams, it was a bang bang play with Tony Adams on that. Just finding soft spots in the zone um, that uh, that that really helped. I, I guess for for them, they took advantage of. So there was a lot of little soft spots that they were finding him in, and, and in the process, found a couple of explosives. But it wasn't, hey, let's line him up over here and let's just abuse this guy. 
Um, like I said, it was one catch for him on DJ. Otherwise, they did a really nice job getting him through our zones and uh, and being efficient with the ball. All right, so the one time I think that sauce was on him, that was that was the almost pick six. Do you yeah. play the what-if game if he has that and runs it into the house that the game is so much different? Oh, yeah. The quarterback is spooked. Um, the play caller is spooked. Uh the air is taken out of the stadium, and moment all, all of it changes for sure. That's a, that's a real thing, but uh, it didn't happen. We got to step up and make a play to stop the drive, and uh, that uh, that drive led to eight points. So it went from fourteen ten to eighteen seven, and uh, which we ended up having a, a really nice uh, uh, two minute drive at the end of the first half to, to get more points. But it, uh, like I said, it just it just wasn't our day defensively. How, uh, coach? How would you grade? Zach so far in these first two games? Um, you know, yesterday um, under duress, like I said, with that with that, uh, with that that pass rush, I thought he did a really nice job, uh, especially in the pocket, stepping up in the pocket. I thought he delivered a strike. That, that, that ball to Garrett was an absolute strike. Um, uh, that, that in stride, 68-yard touchdown, which was awesome. thought he was really, really good in that two-minute drive. Um, uh, taking what the defense gave and also being able to use his feet to go get some more yardage. I, I think he's, we, we score a touchdown if that, the back, if that D lineman just pips the back to, uh, part of the ball. He has Garrett in the end zone for a touchdown on the last play before, uh, before the end of the first half. Uh, so I thought he did a really nice job in that regard. Uh, kept us in it. Like I said, it was a one-score game with us getting the ball coming out of the locker room despite them having the ball for... I felt like the entire first half. Um, but we came out in the second half. We just couldn't get the ground game going. Um, uh, we're uh, too many negative plays, fumbles. Um, and we're, like I said, it just, it, by the time it, we just couldn't get into a rhythm. It just, it was just an awkward game to, uh, from an offensive standpoint with the lack of opportunity mm-hmm. they had throughout the. That's what I want to get to in the lack of running the football and not many attempts really in the second half, despite it being a one-possession game in the second half. Why do you think that you ran so few times? Well, like I said, you know, before the two-minute drive uh, in the first half, I think they were on the field. I think um, the plays run, their offense, I believe, had almost 50 plays. And before the two-minute drive, I think we were around 13. And um, if you eliminate all the third downs and second 11 pluses there was eight opportunities to call a 50 50 where you'd say 50 50 run or pass and um and we ran the ball five times in those situations so so in the first half we weren't on the field we had 13 plays Mm. uh in the second half same thing i think uh um you know first drive goes three and out if i'm not mistaken the second drive i believe that was the second play fumble um and then from there, it's a three-score game, and we're playing catch-up. Well, your thoughts then on your player, Brees Hall, tweeting out, and then he removed the tweet. You know, I only had four carries. So, obviously, he's not happy with the amount of carries he had. Have you spoken to him about that? Yeah. I mean, just I'm, I'm, we're all frustrated. But, you know, it's hard to get a guy the ball when he's on the bench because he's watching football. And, uh, like I said, we needed to be better at getting the offense the ball back, and we weren't. And, uh so, yeah, of course you want to get Priest the ball more. You want to get Delvin the ball more. You want to get Garrett the ball more. You want to get Lazard the ball. You want to get all of them the ball. Um, 
but when you can only get 40 snaps on offense, there's not enough footballs to go around. So, um, you know, I, I know everyone's frustrated. We're all frustrated. It was a, not a good game, mm-hmm. uh, putting it nicely. And, uh, you know, we just got to pick ourselves up, learn, learn what we can. And uh, it's one of 17. We got 15 more of these left. And just like last week wasn't the, the world championship, this isn't the apocalypse either. So we just we got a big division opponent coming in, and that's that's where we got to put our focus. You know, at least Michael and I are older, old school, you know, as far as the way we look at sports. But like Michael mentioned that, you know, Brees Hall takes it to Twitter. Sauce, like, deleted his account. Obviously, he was interacting and just couldn't take it anymore. You know, from a coach that's also kind of old school, I mean, how much – should we read into social media? Do we exaggerate things because it's on social media? Or is it something you think about that this is another way for players to show their displeasure or another distraction that players that during our time didn't have to worry about? Yeah, I think I think social media, and this is just me talking. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not uh, my player on our players here, but um, there's already so much loss in translation when you text right and so social media is a form of texting because you're reading you're not really understanding context or tone when you read um and so when you're when you're typing something out you're not going to be able to fill in especially since i from my understanding there's character limitations you're not going to get everything you want to say and no one's going to read it anyway they're just going to grab the the piece that they need and, and we're off and running and uh Brees gets it. He knows his frustration is, well, shoot, we'll do better if I touch the ball more. Of course we will. Of course we'll do better if you touch the ball, but we can't get you the ball because you're the defense is on the field, you know? So, um, and he gets that part. And that's the part that, that got lost in the whole thing. And he, you know, he understands it and he doesn't, he doesn't have a malicious bone in his body. It's just a, uh, it's one of those deals where it's like you, you try to encourage these young men, just take a deep breath go to sleep, wake up in the morning, and if you have something to say, go say it. But, you know, it's a, uh, it's just one of those deals that they, the instant gratification of social media and hey, what are they saying about me and the dopamine that comes, it's, it's today's society. What are you going to do with it? Talking with Robert Sullivan, head coach of the Jets, here on the Michael K. Show on his weekly segment. Coach, have you had to recalibrate your expectations for the season because Rodgers went down? No, it's the same thing, you know. With um, you know, as I said in the press conference earlier, I don't know what quarterback would have been able to pull off yesterday, uh, considering the amount of touches that they were that that we that we that that they had, and um, you know. So we're gonna have we're gonna have our wins, we're gonna have our losses. Uh, there's a lot of adversity along the way. It's just the football season. Um, you know, last year. We started one and two and had a heck of a run, and then we finished poor. You know, just it's a roller coaster, and uh, we got to stick to our guns, continue to find ways to get better, take one game at a time. Get like I said, we got New England coming in, um, a really underrated football team with a great defense, and uh, you know it's just an, another opportunity to go play football. But you know, it's not the first time we're going to get punched in the mouth. Uh, it's not not the last time. You know, it's like. It's this is football, and we know we got to roll with the adversity. We got to roll with the punches, and, and continue to find ways to get better. But we've got a young team, um, uh, and that's again in the new offense. It's trying to find its footing, 
and uh, and I and I know that if we continue to play, stay positive, stay with one, uh, stay within one another, and uh, focus on the things that we need to get better at, we will get better, and uh, and I think it'll reflect on tape. Are you close to bringing in another quarterback? Uh, no, that's probably a joke question, but uh, not not that I know. And I guess that's a joke question too. What I was going to say: What are you looking for in that quarterback? Um, I'm I'm really not. I, I I have all my focus on. I'm being. This is not coach speak. It's on Zach Zach Wilson and Tim Boyle. You know, and just trying to make sure that we do everything we can to get those two better. Um, trying to get the offensive line better. Try to get the receivers better. Try to get the defense more efficient again, and uh, uh, to where we play like we did in Week One. You know, and uh, so it's that's a a little bit of a gut punch uh, in Dallas, but uh, we got a chance to rebound this week, and, and we're going to do our best to do that. Just to circle back to the, the the stuff with Sauce Gardner, because he he told our Rich Samini he's going to ask you to let him cover the main receiver each week. He wants to be on him all the time. Would you be willing to change your defense to make that happen for him? Well, the, there's a. <laughs> You know, like, like I said, we we don't play man. <laughs> that, that's that's kind of our defense. That's a uh, so I just, I just have to sit down and talk with him. Mm-hmm. If, he always has the opportunity to come in here and talk with me. And and like I said, we have every bit of we have all the confidence in the world in DJ Reed. You know, so uh, DJ has played football at a very high level. And again, like I like I said before, this wasn't one guy getting torched. That was right. Soft spots in the zone. It's one thing if it was one on ones that were being that were being had. I, I get that part. Now we can have a discussion. Uh, if we're sitting there playing man coverage and he's just slicing and dicing everybody, um, but they did a really nice job finding soft spots in the zone, and we just weren't good enough to, to at making things happen. Dak was fantastic yesterday, uh, getting rid of the ball in, in a timely fashion, and uh, they had, like I said, one shot, uh, and it was a double move on DJ Reed in a tight window, and that was it. That was that was CD uh, CD's production and man coverage uh, to a degree, and um, now I haven't gone through every. I've, you know, just I'm probably missing one or two. But uh, and credit to Dallas, they did a really really nice job uh, finding finding windows for him. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, but it, like I said, he can come talk to me, um, and we can watch the tape and all that stuff. But. This wasn't a a man-to-man coverage uh, issue. I know every game is big. Every divisional game is big. Every home game is big. But is it extra special, at least a thought in your mind, to finally end this streak against the Patriots? How much of a a mind-cleansing can that be to finally put this on the shelf? Um. You know what? For Jets fans, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's been. You're you're. We just want to get a win for for everybody, obviously. But uh, you know, uh, New England is a hell of a, uh, a football team. Bill is obviously he's done so much to change the game and all that stuff. But uh, you know, we they're a good team. They're they're going to play sound. They're going to play discipline. And uh, yeah, I'll close my eyes and say, God, it'd be wonderful, but. That's not going to help us win. I got to stay focused on the tape, stay focused on the moment, and find ways to 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 help our team achieve what we're all hoping we can. Well, good luck uh, on the weekend, and we thank you for coming on, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That was the Robert Sala report, brought to you by Sloman. Sloman's has low price home heating oil for all New York football fans. Low prices, zero sacrifices for 100 years. Sloman's has been a staple in home comfort. 
Call 1-866-OIL-DEAL and Infinity.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. 